Hello, ghouls, and welcome to Brave the Basement. I'm your host, Ghoul the Rules. I'm your co-host, Black One Jack Two. If you enjoy getting a little scared, ghost stories, haunted houses, a believer in the supernatural, or maybe even a skeptic wanted to look at things from a different perspective, then this is the show for you. So today, I'm going to tell you about a ghost hunt that I went on a long time ago. But first, and this is out of the norm for Brave the Basement because we don't usually cover TV shows, but we just got done binge-watching Cobra three. Kai. Cobra season was, three. He couldn't even contain himself. He was so so yeah, excited. Yeah, I had to jump in. It's a great, great show. It's funny enough because... Uh, the show just released today. It's only been a couple hours, and we already watched the whole thing. And it, it was a great season, by the way. Yeah. So if you haven't checked out Cobra Kai, strongly recommend you start off with the Karate Kid, watch one, two, and three, jump into Cobra Kai season one, and you will be hooked. I guarantee it. So back to Brave the Basement and scary stories. So I'm going to read you this uh, story. Uh, this is an experience that I had years ago. I have done ghost, some ghost hunting and still upon occasion like to seek out the paranormal. And boy, did I find it exactly what I was looking for one night. There were rumors about a house in a neighboring town that was so scary that nobody ever made it completely through except one person. And he is now in an insane asylum. Once I found out where the house was, my buddy and I loaded up in a car and took off to go check it out. We got there just as it was getting dark. The house was a two-story home, but it was big. No wonder nobody made it completely through. It would take a couple hours if you wanted to explore and look for anything interesting. The house was obviously old. It was light blue, but the paint was chipping off, and it just looked like an abandoned house. A lot of the windows were boarded up, some windows still had glass, and some windows were broken. We walked up to the porch and found the front door to be unlocked. No surprise because the window closest to the door was broken, and it would have been really easy to break in. We opened the door and stepped inside. I was expecting to see a lot of old broken furniture, beer cans, and graffiti all over the place. Surprisingly, we found no furniture or garbage. I guess the one advantage of a house being so scary that you can't make it through without running out is it keeps the parties out. The first room we walked into is the living room, as in most cases with the house. The room was smaller than I expected with the house so big. There was a fireplace that was surprisingly in good shape. We slowly walked through the room, stopping every couple of steps and listening for anything out of the ordinary. As we approached the kitchen area, we heard a noise in the living room. It sounded like someone started a fire. We quickly looked back into the room to find a fire in the fireplace. We knew right then and there that this place lived up to the hype. We considered getting out of there, but we promised ourselves before we arrived that we were going to push forward no matter what happened. So we proceeded into the kitchen. The kitchen was a very big room compared to the size of the living room and compared to an average kitchen of an average house. Again, there wasn't any furnishings in the kitchen either. As we walked through the kitchen, we made sure to pay close attention to what was going on in the living room. Every few steps, we would stop and look back to make sure nothing else was happening. We didn't see or hear anything other than the crackle of the fire in the fireplace, so we proceeded. 
As we left the kitchen and entered the hallway, we started to hear pounding on the walls coming from both sides of the hallway. We walked single file even though the hallway was wide enough for both of us. The banging continued, and as we reached the end of the hallway, we heard a voice. It was very difficult to make out what the voice was saying. We stopped walking so we could concentrate on the voice. The voice was barely louder than a whisper, and as we listened, it would grow louder and then back down to a whisper. Finally, we were able to make out what the voice was saying. The voice started calling out to us by name. It knew our names. In a sudden woman's voice, if you continue, you will find more than you seek. If you continue, you will find more than you seek. And as it, and as, as it said it the second time, we heard a loud crash like a window busting. We heard the voice scream. This scream was like nothing I had ever done, heard before. It was so piercing that I still wake up at night hearing that scream. We covered our ears, and as I turned to look at my friend, I watched the wall of the hallway tear with claw marks like a bear or cougar had just taken its claws to the wall. We ran out of the, we ran out of the house as fast as we possibly could, never to return again. Man, that part where uh, the lady's like, you'll, you'll find more than you seek. Yeah, if you continue, you will find more than you seek. I've always wondered what that meant and was never able to figure it out. So to start from the very beginning of all this, I, I remember this going around town and everyone talking about this house in, in this neighboring city. And I never believed the story about the guy who made it through who lives in the insane asylum. I always thought that that was just kind of built up by the hype of the house. And... I kind of ignored it at first, just thought it was people talking. Um, and then I heard more and more people talk about this house. And it, it became kind of like a, I dare you to go and I dare you to go. And, you know, who's brave enough to go to this house? And so um, a buddy and I finally found out where the house was. And we we're like, oh, we're going to show these guys. Because we used to run around to these supernatural places. And like, ah, this is going to be nothing. Boy, were we wrong. You come out, windows crashing, and all these sounds, and a lady tells you there would be more than, than you were uh, originally intended to find. Yeah, you will find more than you seek. So, uh, you know, like I said, I always wondered exactly what that meant. And the more I've thought about it over the years, I just think that if we would have continued going into that house, that we would have instead of just seeing, you know, some scary stuff that it would have got really bad. Either way, we didn't make it past that hallway because like I said, when we heard the voice and it knew us by name, and that's what that startled us. That was that was the creepy part. When it knew when it knew your name, uh, that that's not a good sign. No, it's not a good sign. And you know, like, like when, when then she made that comment and then the scream and I can't even describe the scream. And I'll, I'll be asleep and I'll hear that scream in my head and it'll wake me up to this day. So I still have nightmares. Over that pitch? Over, yeah, over the, just that pitch and that just, I mean, toe curling just, it, fear. And have it, you ever like watched a scary movie and 
here. I don't know what movie there is, but have you ever seen where some creature screams? Does that remind you anything like that? Yeah, something that you would hear in a scary movie. Um, but this is one of those screams that kind of seeks out the spinal cord. And it just sends shock waves throughout your entire body. Just and chills. Yeah, goosebumps. chills and fear and goosebumps. And and then when we seen the big claw marks on the, just a <sighs> rip right down the wall, we're out of there. We were gone. Yeah, not coming back. Now, the unfortunate thing is the house is no longer standing. It was destroyed. What happened? Somebody uh, condemned the home and just tore it down. So I, I don't know who it was. And that was the problem is we didn't have a lot of backstory on this home. And there's nothing really to research now because I don't even know what the address was. We just kind of had, you know, take a turn here and take a turn there and go down you know, three blocks, and there it is on the right. You know, one of those deals. We didn't even know what the actual address was. But we didn't know anything of the backstory of the house other than what people around town were saying because I mean, it was just going around. So, like I said, it became a dare. Just everyone daring each other to go to this house and try to make it through. And we decided to take up that dare, and buddy, did we lose. I, I I would not have gone into that house. I'm going to be honest. I'd, I would take the chicken way out and not take the dare. So the big question here, Blackjack, is would you have went with and sat out in a car? I wouldn't be going to the spot anyways. You wouldn't even have went to the spot? No, no I wouldn't, wouldn't even touch the road. Okay, so what is the difference between going to a place like this and you wanting to visit Moody's Light? There's not a lady telling telling me thanks and knowing my name. So because the the whatever this is doesn't know your name. Yeah. Yeah, this if it gives me bad vibes, man. So you don't got a bad vibe over Moody's light. No. Even though I spent the night in a cornfield. No. But this story gives you the chills and not Cla- claws on the wall. Lady knows your name that you never met. No. Not doing it. So, I mentioned earlier, and I said I never believed it, about this guy in the insane asylum who made it through this house. And supposedly, as the story went, um, he did okay until he went to the basement. And First so, mistake, going to the basement. First mistake, going to the basement. First mistake. Well, no, his first mistake was going to the house. Okay, no doubt, but... Another mistake was going to that basement. And that's that was always the story. And, you know, there was never a name associated with this. Um, Google wasn't around at the time. So you had very limited resources. And it was more just, oh, I'm brave enough to do it. It was more talk around town. Right. So either way, we went to the house. This is what we experienced. And that's what happened to us. We didn't hear a lot of other stories from from a lot of other people because the conversation would always start out, man, I hear that there's this house in this town and it's so spooky that, you know, you can't even make it all the way through and one dude it did is in the insane asylum. And that's just what was always going around. And then, 
course, like I said earlier, just followed up with the, oh, you think you're brave enough to go? Oh, why don't you try to go? What's the matter, you chicken? And I wished I wouldn't have went. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, that was your mistake. That was my mistake. <laughs> Going to one of the scariest houses. They were so. Another thing I always thought about was that fire in the living room. There was a fire in the room. Yeah, in the fireplace. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so what was interesting is I don't remember feeling any heat coming from the fire. I don't remember seeing any any wood or or any kind of. It was just there. Yeah, almost like Harry Potterish. You know, if if you watched Harry Potter when he's talking to uh, Sirius Black through the fire, the kind of reminded me of that. It was like the the fire wasn't really even the fire anymore; it just looked like a fire. It was just beating off of oxygen. Apparently. I don't know what I I don't if there even really was a real fire. You know, that was it at least providing light. A a little bit, but not like you would think. It was just barely illuminating the room. So it was it was a ghostly type fire, and like I said, we we talked about leaving at that point. We're like, okay, that's weird. Fire without wood? Nope, I'm gone. And we were like, no, you know what I mean. We we where our mistake was was telling everybody we were going. You know, and then of course when we came back, we totally told them we made it through. Like, yeah, it's nothing. You know, this nothing's there. Yeah, yeah. not 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 all that scary. You might want to go check it out. Yeah, you might want to go check it out, guys. Ha ha ha. Yeah, so we played it up like we were tough, but we talked about going. But like I said, you know, we made a promise to ourselves, and we kind of put ourselves in the corner, and we're like, you know, we got to make it through this house. We just have to. We got to see every single room, including the basement. We never even found where the basement entrance was. Like I said, we walked into the living room, into a kitchen, into a hallway, and Gone. right back, yeah, right back through the kitchen, right back through the living room, onto the porch, into the car, and out of there. Sounds like a good plan. It, it wasn't, you'd be surprised how fast you can run when you see tearing in a wall that's like a bear claw. Or or a cougar's claw just ripping at the wall. While and you were walking by it. Yeah. Gone. Gone, yeah. All right, Blackjack. Uh, we're going to go ahead and get on out of here for the day. So just remind everybody, check out Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai, great show. Uh, if you would like to become a Brave the Basement ghoul, be sure to share this show on social media. Or go to Brave the Basement at at bravethebasement.weebly.com and sign up for our newsletter to get all the latest news and updates when each episode has been posted. If you have a ghost story you would like to share with us, you can reach us at bravethebasement at gmail.com. Your story can make it on the show and be featured on the website. You can also submit your story on Reddit under the subreddit Brave the Basement or in the YouTube comment section. If you have an eerie ghost photo you would like to share, please email us and include the description and your photo could be added to our photo gallery. And that brings us to the end. We hope that we brought you just a little fright. And remember when you were up late at night and you hear something in the other room that just doesn't seem right. It's okay if you need to turn on the light to protect yourself from things that go bump in the night. I'm your host, the ghoul that rules. And I'm Black One Jack 2. 
and I hope you join us again. Until next time.